and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I'm your host, the Honorable Greg B., and this is Chapter 122. Uh, It's been a couple weeks since uh, the last episode, and it's time to get back at it. There's so much to talk about, but yet at the same time, there's nothing to talk about. It's kind of weird. Well, in certain areas. I mean, there's always something to talk about. But, um, you know, uh, just first and foremost, before we get into anything specific, just want to say hopefully everyone out there is being safe and staying healthy and, you know, practicing all the certain guidelines you have to follow and whatever, uh, wherever you live, um, to help to, you know, combat the spread of the virus that's happening right now. So, you know, wear your mask, wash your hands, you know, cover your, uh, you know, wear gloves or whatever you need to be doing, uh, social distance, um, You'll get a test if you can, if you need to. Uh, but, you know, stay away from people if you're showing symptoms, you know, figure it out, whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, so whatever you need to be doing, hopefully you're staying health- healthy. If you're not healthy, uh, my thoughts go out to you and your families or if anyone in your family or friends or anything like that are, are suffering from this, uh, thoughts and prayers go out to you and hopefully we can get through this and get back to something resembling normal uh, somewhat soon. As is right now, some places are starting to open back up. And, uh, you know, obviously that's going to be a big test to see whether or not we're ready to do that uh, in the next coming weeks and so. And hopefully eventually over time things will progress and um, we'll get there. But um, for now, uh, stay at home if you need to. Stay safe. uh, Practice all the social distancing. And with all the extra time you might be having or have had but now will be having, or have had and still having, whatever the case may be. Uh, why don't you do me a favor? I know you're looking, you know you're bored, you're looking for new things to do. Head on over to the YouTube channel, youtube.com, search for One Man Renegade Podcasts, search and look for all the videos that I have put up. Um, I'm basically going daily right now. I've been posting daily for the last few weeks um, and definitely ramping up the production of um, my... Uh, my uh, videos. Um, if you're not familiar with the uh, with the channel, head on over there, subscribe, hit the notification bell, uh, watch all the videos and like all of them, give them all the thumbs up, and share all of them as well, and share the page with everyone as well. But if you're not familiar with what I do over there, even if you are, um, I open up uh, baseball cards, football cards, basketball cards, hockey cards. I also show off my collections of things like uh, Funko Pops, uh, video games, my card collection, whatever else. I plan on doing in the future, uh, open up subscription boxes, mystery boxes, that sort of thing, um, all sorts of fun stuff. Um, so head on over there, check it out, subscribe, help me build up the channel. Uh, I was going good for a little bit. I was getting a lot of new subscribers and then it's kind of plateaued recently, uh, unfortunately, but, uh, hopefully, 
that will change. I am putting out daily videos right now, so that's, I think, going to help. Uh, unfortunately, due to some scheduling things coming up, I don't know if I'm going to be able to continue that pace. I plan on trying to record as many videos as possible this weekend, because then I'm going to head up to my house in Maine, and unfortunately in Maine... I'm not going to bring all the stuff to record with, and I don't have all my collections and stuff, so I probably won't be doing any recording up there. I probably could get in a video or two, but I don't really know how that's going to work out. Uh, so I'm trying to just get as many done as possible before I head up there for a while. And then by the time I come back, uh, you know, I'll be ready to record some more and get that up without any um, any uh, gaps in the videos. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's all kind of near right now. But go over there. For now, check it out, watch the videos, like, subscribe, share, all that fun stuff. Uh, but let's get into the podcast, because after all, this is a podcast. It's One Man Renegade Podcast. So it started with a podcast, so we'll continue with the podcast, and we're doing a podcast right now. Uh, all right, so let's start off, as we usually do, with the matinee moments. Not a lot to talk about, unfortunately, for uh, movies. The only movie, uh, or new movie, I should say, that I saw recently, over the uh, last couple weeks, was Bloodshot. Um it came out right before everything kind of went haywire, uh, at least in the U.S. anyways, with the, the virus. And it, it had like one weekend in the theaters, I think, before everything kind of shut down. And that was a, a Vin Diesel movie. Uh, yeah, it's uh, bloodshot. Um, the best way to describe So, you know, it wasn't great. It was not good. I'm just going to... I got to sugarcoat it here. It's not, it's not a good movie. Um, you know, I mean... I. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm the biggest Vin Diesel fan in the world. I mean, outside of the Fast and Furious movies, there's really not much to talk about that I would even mention or recommend. Um, I guess Boiler Room was pretty good back in the day, and he was okay in Saving Private Ryan. And obviously, as Groot, he doesn't have to do much, so whatever. But um, yeah, nothing else he's ever done I've really cared for too much. Uh, Chronicles of Riddick or triple x nah not 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 my cup of tea really um yeah and neither was this uh, and unfortunately i think they kind of miss uh, they mm, the the trailer and the commercials and stuff kind of misrepresented the movie a bit um i thought it was going to be something a little bit more different and than it was i thought it was going to be more kind of edge of tomorrow ish or like you know, Groundhog Day or Happy Death Day sort of type of thing, um, but it really wasn't. Um, it really wasn't that, unfortunately. So you know, and then in the end of end of it, kind of bogged down, and I don't know what the hell I was watching at the end, and it kind of just lost my interest. And I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, I mean, maybe one day when if it happens to be on a streaming service and you're really desperate to look for something to watch, or it happens to come on TNT or HBO or something or whatever, and you're just looking for something to watch. Then maybe check it out, but uh, I wouldn't recommend seeking it out. And certainly don't pay any money to watch it, that's for sure. Uh, but in terms of what's going on in the movie world, uh, not too much. You know, it, it's kind of interesting with all these kind of plans that certain states have had about reopening everything. You know, I live in Massachusetts, so we're going through like these phases or whatever. They n haven't mentioned anywhere that I've seen, and maybe I just missed it, movie theaters. What they did mention, however was drive-in movie theaters and i guess that sort of makes sense but that brings up a couple of different kind of issues there and you know whereas most movies have kind of put themselves off and delayed and whatever 
I'm trying to think um, the next big movie that's supposed to come out uh, in theaters, supposedly, I think is Tenant, which is scheduled for July, which hasn't bumped its uh, bumped it out at all. Um, but, um, you know, we'll see what happens with that. But here's the thing. It's like a lot of these big movies and, you know, some of the smaller movies or whatever are just going straight to on demand and and whatever. And, that, and that's fine. Um, or streaming services in some cases. But, um, you know, it's it's an interesting kind of thing because like, I don't I can't foresee if we get to that point and movie theaters proper movie theaters aren't open yet. But drive ins are that these big, you know, um, studios are going to want to release their movies just on drive-ins you know there's not enough drive-ins first of all and even then like how many people how many cars you can actually fit in drive-ins and then even then like are they going to limit them you know are they going to regulate how many cars can actually go in at a time i don't know like i just don't see them releasing you know these big blockbuster movies in that manner uh what they're going to show at drive-ins then i don't know maybe just older movies or whatever the case may be or maybe some of the smaller movies are just like ah whatever we don't really know we're going to do this movie anyways we're probably just going to release it online so if people want to go to a drive-in sure why not um but you know the big blockbuster movies that are expecting the huge weekends um they're pretty much all delayed for a good amount regardless and you know in that case you're not going to have you know them at a drive-in you know later on you know, depending on what time of year it is. Uh, and the other thing that's kind of interesting, too, is, you know, some of the uh, foreign countries that are dealing are, you know, having better or are further along or better off right now with their, you know, you know, uh, handling of the virus or whatever. Um, it may be, you know, that are, may be ready or have been ready or are ready or whatever the case may be. At opening theaters, I could, you know, there's talks of maybe some of these big studios releasing these blockbuster movies overseas first and then eventually down the line, you know, in the United States. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I guess I can understand that, too. Um, but, you know, I mean, obviously that kind of stinks for the United States. Now, the other thing, too, is, and I don't really know, you know, what the, what's going on in terms of, like, the the money situation with these studios and whatever, obviously they're not ma- making money from movies being in theaters or whatever. Some are doing okay with the streaming stuff. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, are any movies in production right now? So they're not necessarily spending money on these movies. Uh, but if, you know, certain people have contracts and stuff that they have to meet and pay, you know, they could be losing money for that standpoint. I don't really know. I don't know how it works. I'm not in the, I'm not in the movie business, unfortunately. Uh, so I don't know, but, um, you know, it's like, you know, if you're not spending any money and you're not making any money, you're kind of just status quo for the most part. But, you know, obviously somebody's getting paid to do something. I mean, whatever that may be. Yeah, you're not spending the absorbent amount of money to, you know, to make movies, but you're paying people to do something. And if you're not getting, but I would imagine you're getting enough back with the streaming stuff or whatever or licensing that you're doing enough you're doing fine there. Like, I feel like you're, you, you got the big blockbuster movie theater money. That's what then pays to make the next movies. But if you're not making movies, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know what they stand right now. Uh, but you know, at some point there's going to be, um, you know, there's going to be a couple different scenarios though, because you know, you're, you keep delaying all these movies. I mean, I guess it will even out though, because I'm thinking if you keep delaying all these movies, they're going to go on top of the other movies that, would be coming out but if those movies aren't 
filming or being worked on, then they're just going to push back. Everything's just going to get pushed back. Because I was thinking, well, if there are movies that are done that are ready to go, but just pick certain release dates, but these other movies are kind of pushing it back, you'd think at some point there's just going to be a onslaught of ton of movies, and then there's going to be a period of no movies. But I don't really know. I guess it depends on how far along movies are that need to be finished uh, versus, you know, how many movies are done that just need to be released. Um, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see down the line. But with that said, there are a couple movies from 2020 that I haven't seen yet that I know did come out. Like, I haven't watched The Hunt yet or Onwards on Disney+. Plus. I guess I could watch that. Um, what was the other movie that came out? Oh, uh, Fantasy Island I haven't seen. I'm sure there's still there's ones on on like Netflix and and some of the other streaming services I haven't checked out either that I could probably check out too. So I don't know. I'll try to make the best of it and try to watch some movies to try to <laughs> fill up my list for next year. I don't know. It's gonna be weird though. Um, so yeah, not not a great year for movies. So let's move on. Small screen sweeps. Um, yeah, the the thing about the small screen sweeps is you'd think, yeah. Movies might not be doing great, but the television side of things is doing all right. And not really. Um, it's kind of weird what's going on right now. There's, you know, you know, obviously there's still new stuff coming out, but some of that's drying up. You know, certainly shows that were kind of in the middle of the seasons, uh, you know, didn't get to finish stuff like Walking Dead, didn't get to finish their finale. Uh, some of the CW shows um, didn't uh, get to finish their you know, seasons and kind of put the piece together of finales for the seasons or whatever. Um, but you know, then it's like, well, when exactly are they going to come back? Um, one interesting note from Batwoman is that Ruby Rose, who was played Batwoman is left. She's leaving the show. She's done. Um, but it got picked up for another season. So they say they're going to recast, but given you don't know, even know when the next season's going to you know, be ready to go and record and film and all that stuff. You know, it's almost as if maybe they should just shut it down and start up with something different rather than try to replace somebody and for a show that you don't know when it's going to come back. You know, just scrap it and do something different. You know, you could do Batgirl or something along those lines. I don't know. It just seems like you're losing your your star in this weird situation that's going on in the world right now and you don't know when you're actually going to come back. Maybe it's just time to pull the plug on it. You know, it, you know, as far as the season goes, it started off pretty good. And then it kind of, you know, I don't know. It just petered out. Uh, the ending, the end of the season wasn't great. And obviously they still had a couple episodes they didn't get to record. So the ending kind of was, you know, fast-tracked or whatever. But at the same time, it just, it kind of lost the interest in my mind anyways. I don't know. Uh, maybe felt people felt different. But I just started off pretty good. And then it just, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't do it. It didn't. I don't know. It just didn't, yeah, didn't didn't work towards the end for me. Um, Flash finished up. It, it was it was solid. Um, uh, Supergirl also solid. I mean, you know, it seemed like there was more to the endings of the seasons that they actually showed, and there was a little more. There was stuff that was kind of left a little open uh, that probably would have been resolved um had they had the extra episodes that they were supposed to film um legends of tomorrow is actually not done yet they still have a couple of episodes i think left and then star girl just started up uh star girl is an interesting one because it is um 
it's uh so the way they're doing it it was originally supposed to just be on the disney uh not the disney the dc app the dc universe app or whatever it was originally just going to be a show that was gonna be on there kind of like titans was and doom patrol and then swamp thing which we'll talk about in a minute um but then i i i, I my only my only assumption is that the the app is not doing great. The subscriptions aren't quite there. And one of the other things that's kind of up in the air is how it's what's going to happen with the DC app once HBO Max starts up next week, because obviously they're owned both by Warner Brothers. Um, so there's going to be a lot of crossover there. And I've I've heard like certain shows are just going to be on HBO Max. Or, or whatever, or they're going to be in both or something. I, I'm, I'm a little confused. But anyways, with the Stargirl show, what they're doing is they're putting it, the episodes on the DC Universe app first on like Sunday or something like that. And then they're airing on CW that Tuesday. So yeah, I mean, maybe it's they're trying to get more people kind of interested in these shows to then sign up. But if you're just giving all these shows out on other channels, why would you sign up? Especially if they're all going to end up on HBO Max anyways. I feel like they should have bundled HBO Max with DC Universe. And maybe they did and I just missed it. But I'll talk about HBO Max a little more in a minute. But in addition to this whole Stargirl thing. And one of the other things that CW is going to do in in line with that. Is since CW isn't sure when the shows are going to come back. um, They are, uh, you know, kind of, you know, filling the gaps in next fall with some shows that you know were on aired on other channels or were on other things one of them being swamp thing which aired on the dc universe for one season then kind of got canceled and you know i've I've heard decent things in reviews and people were kind of a little bit confused as to why it specifically got canceled and i think it had to do had partially to do with the dc app maybe not doing so great out the box and also with HBO Max coming along, they weren't quite sure what kind of funding there was going to be specifically for the DC app versus what's going to just go towards HBO Max. So I think they kind of said, well, this one's not doing as well as, say, the Titans did or uh, Doom Patrol. So let's just cancel it and we'll figure it out later. But now putting it on CW, we'll see if it gets sort of kind of a good viewership and maybe some good word of mouth or whatever. Could it then be revived and come back in some form, either on CW or HBO Max or DC, I guess, Universe, I guess, or whatever? I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they end up doing. Um, but that that caught my eye a little bit, too. Now, as far as HBO Max goes, um, I signed up for it. It starts next week. Uh, the one interesting thing about it is, so it's, it's 15 bucks a month, but if you sign up right now, before it launches on, 20, the May, on May 27th, I believe, you can get it for 12 bucks a month for the first year. So you save, you know, whatever math is, 36 bucks. Give Was that? Yeah. My math right on that? Yeah. Um, uh, so I was like looking into those because like, oh, that's interesting. Well, what do you get with HBO Max? And what you get with HBO Max is basically you get HBO now, whatever it's on HBO now, which is basically just HBO you know, all the on-demand stuff, or HBO Go, HBO On Demand, or whatever. And then you, on top of that, you get all the HBO Max stuff. Um, and it's, you know, but the thing was, I was like, oh, hmm, interesting. Well, I get HBO on my, you know, Xfinity, through Xfinity. How much does that cost me? Oh, it's 15 bucks a month. 
and I don't get HBO Max. Now, some apparently some cable providers are going to offer HBO Max to people that have HBO, but not all. And Xfinity right now, as of right now, isn't. So I was like, well, what sense does it me make me to pay 15 bucks a month for HBO through Xfinity when I can sign up for HBO Max, which is going to have everything that HBO has outside of the live feed, I think. I don't think it has the live feed. I'm not sure about that, though. I don't know. I don't think so, but I'm not sure. Um, but it has everything included for from that, you know, streaming or whatever. And let's be honest, I don't watch HBO live very often outside of, like, Game of Thrones finale or something like that. Um, you know, typically I'll just watch it when I get, a, get around to it. Um, so what does it really matter if everything's just streaming on the app anyways? So, um, the point, my point was like, why would I pay 15 bucks for the channels that I don't really watch when I get it for $12 plus all the HBO max stuff? So that's what I did. It canceled, it canceled an Xfinity, signed up for it on HBO max, you know, saved the 36 bucks. I mean, you know, I might as well. Um, and then, you know, at the end of the day, it's only 15 bucks anyways, and it's still more than what you'd get for just having HBO and Xfinity. So just word of advice to anyone that has HBO and is looking maybe into getting HBO Max. See if you A, get it to begin with, and if you don't, maybe just cancel and sign up. There you go. And do it before, what is that, Wednesdays the 27th, right? Do it before Wednesday because you can save the 36 bucks uh, for the next year. All right, uh, moving on. What else is going on? Uh, the Wall and Millionaire have been filling in gaps for people. Um, now, The Wall, those were filmed a long time ago, so they have crowds, which is interesting. Whereas The Millionaire were filmed more recently and don't have crowds. But game shows, I mean, there's going to be a lot of kind of that stuff filling in, I think, going forward. Or a lot of stuff that was just in the in the can filling in uh, going forward for some of the shows that just can't record. Um, you know, speaking of which, uh, you know, ABC hasn't, really announced a bunch of stuff yet they've only announced like a handful of shows that they got renewed uh but goldberg's in schooled which are shows that i watch and had their finales or season finales i should say uh haven't technically been renewed yet and it's kind of weird but um maybe they just don't since they don't know when stuff's gonna get going they're not they're not pushing to renew anything yet because they don't know what's happening um but speaking of ABC, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to pop back up, I want to say next Friday, the 29th, I believe. But I'm not sure. It could be. No, I don't think it's this Friday. It must be next Friday, 29th. Final season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for anyone that's a Marvel fan that or been paying any sort of attention to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's going to finally have its last season. So, I mean, it is what it is. But, you know, if come this far, might as well finish it off. Um what else going on? Um, uh, yeah, so getting back to the HBO Max for one second, I'm not 100% sure what's going to be on there in terms of new stuff. Like, I know, you know, obviously all the HBO shows from, you know, are going to be on there. But then, like, they're going to have Friends, and I know it's going to have um, uh, Big Bang Theory, and I think there's a few other shows like that that are going to be on there. Um, and then I think. I want to say there's going to be some movies and stuff that are going to be exclusive to that. I think Seth Rogen has a movie that's going to be on there. Uh, there's talks, rumblings of Zack Snyder going to release his version of Justice League. Um, 
but it's unsure quite how that's going to work because you know they, he did an interview and basically like yeah we're working on the details and trying to figure it out there's obviously some work still to be done because they didn't he didn't finish his version J- josh whedon came in and finished it and had that two-hour cut down version that was in the theaters that was not very good but he said his version could be up to four hours and he's like it may work better as like a mini series or something so we'll see what happens with that um and then yeah i mean there's a handful of stuff that's scheduled to come out for it um you know like i said i think some of the stuff that was on the dc app is now gonna switch over to hbo max or at least be on both um yeah i'm not i'm not 100 sure but it'll be interesting to see and you know it you know he has all the regular regular hbo stuff too so you know there's all that now on the other hand i know i said i canceled hbo on um on xfinity but with xfinity i get the peacock now so what's on the peacock well it's a lot of the nbc shows um it's got net 30 rock and parks and rec right now and which is interesting because they're also on other streaming services right now i don't know if eventually once those contracts run out they'll end up just on peacock i think so but i don't know how that works exactly because i'm not quite sure how it can be on multiple streaming services at the same time for instance the office which i'm actually watching right now but the office um which is still currently on Netflix, their contract runs out in July, and then it goes exclusively to the Peacock. So, yeah, it's kind of weird how the streaming things work. I don't quite understand. Um, Because I was thinking about that, too, with, like, you know, the stuff HBO and whatever, or with HBO Max. It's like HBO Max is Warner Brothers, which they own, you know, TNT, TBS, and, you know, Cartoon Network and stuff. So, like, Rick and Morty is going to be on there. Um, but like, I know that like TNT has like spent like a ton of money to get the rights to air the Star Wars movies, but obviously Star Wars streams on Disney plus. So like, obviously they wouldn't be able to stream those, but it's like, they have the rights to show them on television. So it's like, what, like, how does that work? I don't really know. Uh, but then it's like HBO movies, the movies that HBO has, do they have to have different rights because of the cable versus the streaming? I don't know. It's all confusing, but whatever. Got it all. Um, Peacock, you know, it, it, right now it's just kind of in its um, rollout stage. I think it actually officially launches in July, I want to say. So right now it's kind of just like the test testing and you get it through, free through Xfinity. Um, and then there's like a different tiers. Like there's a free version and there's a pay version. But then there's like a pay version, premium version without ads. I don't quite know how that's going to work with if you, if you have Xfinity. I think right now if you have Xfinity, it's just the, the full version for free. But I think it might change eventually. I'm not really sure. In any event, um, eventually down the line, they're going to have... Um, I know they're going to have a new Punky Brewster, a new Saved by the Bell, a reversion... Or not new ones, revived versions of them. Um, so that could be interesting. I don't know. I forget what else there was. There's a bunch of stuff. I don't know. You know, there's there's so many things these days. It's hard to keep track of what's on what and what's coming. And there's and to watch any of it. Just you know, there, there's a whole other thing. Um, um, so what else is going on? Uh, Fox, the Fox shows all had their finales. The Simpsons still running strong after 31 years. Uh, Family Guy, Bob's Burgers. I mean, I don't see any future in which those shows just don't continue. Because why not? I mean, same goes with South Park. I mean, I know. They've said multiple times, Trey and, Trey and Matt have said multiple times, they're, oh, this is going to be the last season, this is going to be the last season, and then they just sign new deals and get new seasons. 
So I don't know. We'll see how, how what happens. But um, they're all renewed for next year anyways, at least. Um, so, yeah, they're just going to keep going forever. Uh, <laughs> it seems like. Uh, but anyways, um, some of the shows I'm watching or have watched, I checked up Upload um, on, on um, Amazon. So it's kind of an interesting concept. It kind of reminds me of the Black Mirror episode uh san Genipero, where like there's the afterlife but like you kind of get your conscious goes into like this system and you're in like this other world that's basically what it is um it's like you 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 get uploaded into this other world where like your conscious exists in like a computer program exact basically and but it's like you can still co- communicate with people in the real world yeah it's weird the concept of it is weird, but the show itself, it's pretty good. It's comedy. Um, it's got, uh, you know, solid. It's worth a watch. It's, I think it was, I want to say it was eight episodes, half an hour. So I get through it pretty quickly. Uh, not bad. I definitely recommend checking it out. Um, I also finally got around to watching Silicon Valley, which was another weird one in terms of streaming. Cause like I went on to Xfinity and I was like, Oh, let's watch this through HBO, which was before I'd canceled it. Um, and then it was like, hit the button, like Silicon Valley comes up and it's like, you can watch this through Xfinity or Amazon or Hulu. And I'm like, why is it on all three? That's weird. Um, so you can watch through HBO, Xfinity or Hulu. What? Like, uh, okay. It's just kind of weird to me that that it was like that. But I mean, I think I just watched it through HBO. I don't know. I just did watch. So I was like, yeah, just watch it. I don't know. Uh, but, um, yeah, checked it out. I mean, I, it was a show I always kind of meant to watch and just never got around to it and every time would be like oh here's a new season of silicon valley coming up i mean oh i should watch that oh but i gotta go back to the beginning and watch it and then just never got around to it and then finally now that it's over i was like all right now is the time to check it out because why not and so yeah I, I enjoyed it um i thought the first number of seasons that had tj miller in it were better and obviously he left and then he wasn't wouldn't have come back anyways <laughs> because of reasons um but uh yeah once he left it kind of kind of the last couple seasons weren't great they were fine but yeah i don't know um yeah i mean when yeah it's tough with shows like that because like you know they've been on long enough they uh you know you, sorry my dog is barking i don't know what barking at i mean you know the, the, the problem i have and, and you know i'm sure if you watched it like week to week like you know it was designed to be it would be different but like you keep on going through these seasons and kind of binge watching it it's like how many times is something like this gonna happen it's like every single season was like oh they're about to do something great and then someone does something and it's like it was the same story like kind of over and over again but um um in any event yeah it was fine it was cool i mean i enjoyed it um and um yeah i mean i wish you know it kind of ended all right I don't know. I feel, I feel like I, I wish there was a better ending towards the JT Miller, your, 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 his character, um, um, than it was, but I mean, it is what it is. All right. I'm also still watching Defending Jacob. Um, that's, uh, on Apple plus it's a kind of week to week thing. Well, they dropped like the first three episodes. Now it's week to week. I think there's two episodes left. I want to say so tomorrow and then next week. I think, I think it was only at eight, I think it's only supposed to be eight, eight episodes and they've already aired six. So yeah, it's been pretty good. I mean, I, I guess a lot of people didn't enjoy it so much, but, um, 
I've been enjoying it so far. Uh, so can't can't complain. Be interested to see what happens. I didn't read the book or anything, so I have no idea. But um, yeah, there you go. Um, and then the uh, Snowpiercer, which um, I think that was a book or a comic book graphic. No, I can't remember. But it also had a movie um, a number of years ago. Interestingly enough, also with Chris Evans, as I just mentioned, uh, he's well, he's in defending Jacob. Uh, but um, you know, the, the TNT is doing a series about it. Uh, he's not in it. <laughs> Jennifer Conley is in it. Uh, for one episode in, not bad. Checked it out. Um, looks good. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what kind of direction they go with the show, and as opposed to versus the movie. Obviously, there's a lot more. You know, you know, time over the course of however many episodes it's going to be to tell a bigger, longer story or, you know, involve more, uh, um, characters and stuff like that. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they, how they do that. Um, cause yeah, with, you know, with the movie, you only have a couple hours with the television show, you have a lot more time to spread out, which ne- not necessarily a good thing, but, uh, hopefully they is a good thing for this. Um, yeah, I think the, hmm, I think that's, all I got for um move, uh, all right, so we'll move on to games for Greg. Uh, not really much to talk about. Unfortunately, I never got around to uh, playing Mario, uh, new Mario Brothers Wii Deluxe U plus Switch equals fun. Whatever, whatever the name of the game's called, I do plan to play. Hopefully soon, I will play it. Uh, yeah, I just I, I don't know. I've been filming a lot of stuff for YouTube and just haven't got. I'm and watching a lot of these shows and obviously, so I just video games just haven't quite gotten into my kind of um, uh, quarantine, you know, routine as you quarantine routine, corn corn routine. I don't know whatever whatever however you want to call it. So I haven't quite gotten um into that uh as far as news goes we're still kind of waiting on more news in terms of the xbox uh series x and ps5 i mean obviously we've gotten a little more information on xbox series x but we still haven't gotten a definitive release date we haven't gotten a definitive uh lineup of games coming out um launch we haven't gotten price points you know ps5 we've gotten a lot less it feels like they did reveal the unreal engine five on ps5 but like what does that mean it was just a you know a bunch of you know um footage of a game it wasn't even a game it's just like a dem- tech demo type of thing you know, fine it looks cool but what does that mean i don't know well i mean i guess down the line we'll see but um yeah cool unreal engine 5 you know until, until you tell me the games or show me some of the games that are actually games doesn't really mean much and you know give us some more, you know, I've been hearing rumblings saying that the PS5 is going to be $500. Uh, I've heard $400, I've heard $500. The, the Xbox Series 1 is going to have two different versions. One's going to be $300, one's going to be $400. I don't know. Just a bunch of numbers being thrown out that don't really mean much to me yet. Um, so, I don't know. Um, I'd like to see more definitive information. You know, and, and here it is, you know, we're almost into June and these systems are supposed to launch in the fall sometime assuming sometime in november i'd imagine before black friday um but you know 
given everything going on in the world right now, it wouldn't completely surprise me if these things get delayed. Um, certainly the PS5, given with the Xbox Series 1, we've gotten at least more information, whereas PS5's kind of been, you know, we haven't even seen it yet. We saw the controller, but we haven't seen the system, you know, and games? What about games? It's like, if you're launching lots of system with no games, it's not gonna, not gonna matter what it is. Um, but it is what it is. So, yeah, I mean, all right, I will definitely, probably, hopefully play, um, um, <laughs> new, new Super Mario Brothers Wii U Deluxe Switch version X plus I don't know whatever it's called I'll try and get to playing it for next time when I do another next podcast and I'll talk about it then and pick a new game we'll see all right let's move on concerts concert concerto um so obviously not going to any concerts Uh, a lot of a lot of bands have uh, postponed their tours for the summer canceled uh one or the other Uh, I know like Grateful Dead or the Dead and Company just straight up canceled where a lot of the other ones had postponed uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, it's just kind of when it's more a matter of when the, like, when people are going to be safe or it's going to be safe enough for people to go back to concerts. And I don't know when that's going to be, um, in terms of, you know, when these concerts are actually going to take place or happen or whatever. Um, so, you know, it's kind of just up in the air right now, but in the meantime, in, in the meantime, not, not that song by who sang that song. Space Hog? Was that them in the meantime? I think it was Space Hog. I don't know. Anyways, um The um Dropkick Murphys are gonna do a show uh that they're gonna stream live. They've done this before, they did it on St. Patrick's Day. They did one just from like a random studio. But this time out, next Friday, the 29th of May, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh hopefully it hasn't happened yet. Um they are uh they're going to do a concert from Fenway, Fenway Park. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Um, and then they're going to somehow virtually include Bruce Springsteen for a song or two. I think two songs. I think they said they're going to do a song of his, one of his songs, and then one of their songs with Bruce. But like have him vi- virtually there somehow. I'm not sure quite sure how it's going to work, but we'll see. But obviously they're going to stream it live on their by Facebook, YouTube, whatever else, Instagram, I don't know, uh, channels. Uh, so check it out. Uh, check out their information um, on all those, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitter, uh, the website, I don't know. But yeah, next Friday, 29th, from Fenway, drop Kick Murphy's along with Bruce Springsteen in some capacity. Uh, it says it starts at 6, I think, uh, Eastern. I want to say that's what time it said it started. Or maybe it was 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. Uh, let me double check real quick uh, so I don't give you false information. I wouldn't want you to tune in at ten, 9 thinking, oh, it's going to start at 9 and it actually started at 6. Um, but for some reason, those numbers are in my head. So that would, would make me think it was 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 Pacific. But see, see given that they're at Fenway, uh, it seems too late. It might be 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. What the hell just happened? Uh, I tried to search for Dropkick Murphys and did not get it. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, yeah, so 6 o'clock. 
um, Eastern Time, 3 o'clock, San Francisco, which is, yeah, and then everywhere, just live everywhere, but at that time. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, I just assume it's going to be on, it doesn't specifically say what streaming platforms it's going to be, but I'm, I'm assuming it's YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever else. And then they're also doing a, um, accepting donations to go to the Habitat for Humanity Greater Boston Feeding America and the Boston Resilience, Resiliency Fund. And you can donate now if you text, or you can donate now. Uh, you can text donate to 404-994-3559. So there you go. If you want to check that out, you want to donate, goes to a worthy cause. Uh, Bruce Springsteen and Dropkick Murphys next Friday, May 29th at 6 o'clock Eastern and all whatever time that translates for you. Um, there you go. Um, yeah, that's all we got for concert, uh, concert concerto. Unfortunately, uh, you know, wish there was better news saying all concerts are on. Um, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, this weekend was supposed to be not that I had tickets or was necessarily planning on going. I wanted to go, but it was really expensive and, you know, it's kind of a big commitment for Memorial Day weekend, uh, was Boston Calling, you know, you had Chili Peppers, Rage Against the Machine, um, and uh, Foo Fighters, but it was like, those are the only three bands I really cared to see, and I was like, I'm not gonna go to the full, you know, it's, you know, and it was really expensive for, you know, the whole weekend, and, uh, whatever, it's, it's not happening, so it's unfortunate for everyone that was planning on going and had tickets or everything else, but, um, you know, at least we get the drop kicks next Friday, streaming from Fenway. So that's something, if nothing else. Uh, so there you go. Uh, check it out. All right, moving on. Uh, fights for money. So yes, UFC is back. They did have a few shows last week. Um, not without controversy, though, uh, for sure. Uh, the UFC 249 took place. Um, and yeah, so... Originally it was supposed to take place in April and got delayed and then they kind of collaborated a whole bunch of different matches that were supposed to happen at different events that got obviously postponed and whatever. Uh, it, they, you know, given that the, uh, Florida deemed, you know, wrestling and such events um, essential that uh, was allowed UFC to uh, perform and they decided to uh, go on from Jacksonville. So it happened, uh, but right before, like the day before, or I think it was the day before, it might have been two days before. No, I think it was the day before. Uh, they announced that, um, uh, yeah, someone, they announced that Jakare, uh, also Ronaldo Souza, uh, actually tested positive for coronavirus. So, you know, then it kind of seemed like, oh, maybe this isn't a good idea. Maybe they should just cancel the whole thing. But they went forward, went ahead. They replaced him. Um, I don't know. Did they replace him? Or they, they just didn't have the match. Yeah, because obviously they couldn't replace him. They didn't have anyone. Um, so, I mean, it happened. My predictions were terrible. <laughs> I, I think I got two right. The whole show. Um, Justin Gaethje, uh, however you say it, uh, ended up beating Tony Ferguson and won the interim light heavyweight championship. Um or, sorry, lightweight championship, not light heavyweight championship. Um, Henry Cahuto, uh beat Dominic Cruz to retain 
the bantamweight title, and then a bunch of other stuff happened. Nagano won in 20 seconds because that's what he does. Um, uh, Pettis beat Donald Cerrone. Uh, Alexi Olenek, uh, Oleni, Oleniak, uh, beat, uh, Wordham. And then a few other matches, but I didn't do very good. Uh, my prediction, as far as my predictions go, I only, like I said, oh, I got three right. I, was, I, I got three. I got Ryan Spann, Calvin Qatar, and Nagano. I got those right. Um, and then, um, following that up, they had a couple different, a couple new, uh, couple other fight nights, uh, Last week, one on Wednesday and then one on Saturday. Uh, Glover Teixeira beat Anthony Smith, so another one I got wrong. And then finally, last Saturday, Alexi, oh no, sorry, Alistair Overeem beat uh, Walt Harris um, in the second round. So I got that one right. I did get that one right. It was a bad start for Overeem. He, I watched some of this one. Uh, bad start for Overeem, though. It looked like he was going to be done pretty quickly, and then he bounced back and then ended up winning. So we got that one right. Uh, they don't have anything coming up this weekend, Memorial Day weekend. There's nothing planned. Um, taking a break. But next week they have another event coming up, uh, Fight Night. Um, in um, They're planning it for Vegas, which is interesting because as of right now, I don't think Vegas is allowing stuff to go on. So I don't know... If, um, I mean, they're saying they're going to have it. Vegas hasn't said anything. So I, I would imagine if they can't go to Vegas, they'll end up in Jacksonville. It's kind of up in the air right now, as a lot of things tend to be. Uh, the big, big match is Tyron Woodley taking on Gilbert Burns. Um, so yeah, I mean, if I'm going to make prediction... If it does happen, I'm going to go with Tyron Woodley. Um, so we'll see what happens. I don't know. It could, it could happen. It might not happen. Uh, I'm guessing it's on ESPN Plus. But it's kind of still up in the air. It's all up in the air right now. And given it's UFC, it's always up in the air with guys making weight and getting hurt or whatever else. Or, you know, having coronavirus. You know, who knows. But um, yeah, suppose, as of right now, UFC Fight Night 176 on ESPN Plus is or ESPN Plus thirty, what, what, however they want to call it, Woodley versus Burns. It's supposed to take place May thirtieth, so in a week from Saturday at the UFC Apex in Vegas. Whether that happens in Vegas, whether it happens at all, whether it happens somewhere else, it's totally up in the air. Um, UFC two fifty is then supposed to take place the next weekend. Uh, June 6th, but right now they don't know where, they don't know how, um, they, uh, you know, the Nunez taking on Spencer for the women's featherweight title is scheduled to be a headliner right now, but still really up in the air, so we'll see what happens with that, but, uh, yeah, so for now I'm predicting, uh, Tyron Woodley will win that match if it happens next Saturday, May 30th, um, and that's really it for for uh, fight news, there's there's some boxing stuff, kind of rumblings happening, but given everything going on right now, it's kind of unclear as to what exactly is going to happen, or if anything anything's going to happen, or there going to be any fights, or when the fights would be. But, you know, there's still rumblings. They're talking about a lot of unification bouts, which is interesting, but um, as of right now, nothing to really report specifically. 
All right, so let's move on to turnbuckle time. All right, so last week, or two weeks ago, I sh- or well, a week ago, or two weeks from, two weeks ago Sunday, which is, I think that's what I'm trying to say. We had the Money in the Bank, the WWE Money in the Bank. Um, it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It it wasn't the bad, I mean, specifically the UF, the, I can't talk. Specifically the Money in the Bank match itself um, was all right. Um, you know, it was kind of weird with it being, you know, the men and women's going on at the same time and obviously climbing the corporate ladder through the Titan Towers or the UFC, not the Titan Towers anymore, the WWE headquarters, um, was interesting. It was kind of weird. You know, they obviously made it kind of the cinematic type of thing like they did with the Boneyard match. More, more so the Boneyard match than the the um or the Jar- Johnny Gargano Champa match more so than the uh, Firefly Funhouse, but um, yeah, I mean it it was fine, I guess. I don't know, it it wasn't amazing, but it, it was all right. Uh, there were some funny moments with Brother Love and Paul Heyman, but uh, you know, and then they got to the roof and like Baron Corbin threw Mysterio and Aleister Black off the roof, but then there was another roof, but like they never they didn't explain that until later. There was no commentary, which was kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know. And then, given that they had the two matches going on at the same time, it was weird. Um, but ultimately, um, Asuka won, and Otis won. But Otis, Asuka won legitly. Otis kind of got lucky, because uh, Corbin and AJ were fighting over the briefcase. They both took it off the thing, and then Elias came in and hit Corbin with a guitar, and then that made him drop it but then AJ couldn't hang on to it and it fell into Otis's hands sure okay uh other matches that happened Jeff Hardy beat Cesaro the New Day defended uh retained the tag titles uh, against Forgotten Sons uh Miz and Morrison and Lucha House Party so I got both those right Bobby Lashley beat R-Truth after he took MVP's spot for whatever reason I mean there's going to be more to that going forward as now Bobby Lashley and MVP are kind of, um, um, MVP is kind of managing Bobby Lashley now, kind of replaced Lana. So that, that, you know, kind of, there was a reason for that. It wasn't just for no reason. Uh, Bailey beat, uh, Tamina to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, Braun Strowman beat Bray Wyatt as opposed to The Fiend to retain the Universal Championship. Andrew McIntyre beat Seth Rollins to retain the WWE Championship. Now, it was kind of interesting how they did this because some of it was live, some of it wasn't live. Obviously, the Money in the Bank matches were not live. Those were recorded way ahead of time. But then, like, the apparently the Braun Strowman-Bray Wyatt match wasn't live. And I don't, I don't know if the Jeff Hardy-Cesaro match was live because, you know, on the screen, normally if you're watching WWE Network and it's live, it's, say, up in the corner that's live. And for the other matches... Um, that said that it was live. But then for those matches and the Money in the Bank matches, it didn't say it was live. So it seemed like they were pre-recorded um, for whatever reason, uh, which is interesting. But okay, whatever. I mean, it didn't really matter because it's like no one knew what was going to happen. So, you know, whether it's live or not, it doesn't really make a difference given that there's no crowd right now. So it is what it is. So going forward since then, um, it turned out that the women's money in the ladder money money in the bank ladder match was actually not for the briefcase 
it was for the Raw Women's Championship because Becky Lynch had to give up the title due to her being pregnant. Uh, so her and Seth Rollins are going to have a baby. Interesting. Uh, but the thing was kind of weird because, like, you know, and, and you, there was some speculation a little bit that it was, given that Becky Lynch wasn't on the show anywhere, wasn't defending title, hadn't had a match since WrestleMania, everyone was kind of like, what's going on here? This is weird. And then during the day on Monday, the day after the Money in the Bank, they were like, Becky Lynch is going to have an announcement. And then, so then the speculation kind of started running rampant. Um, it seemed pretty obvious that she was going to give up the title, but for what reason it wasn't clear. Um, but you know, her being pregnant obviously is better than her like having a broken neck or something along those lines. So, you know, it's, you know, she's not done. She'll just be back whenever, uh, hopefully, uh, she'll be back after she has the baby and everything's good. Uh, but yeah, so that means Asuka is now the champion, which is kind of weird because like if someone's from SmackDown had won, how would it, how would they have handled that? I mean, I don't know if that was the plan necessarily when they had the match, given that it was recorded well ahead of time. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they would have done. But speaking of championships and people on different shows, uh, so Sami Zayn has decided that he's not going to uh, perform uh, due to the uh, you know the virus and whatever. He's decided he's gonna take a break and similar to Rum Rum Rain, just take a break and not. You know, until things are uh, better and more safe or whatever, he's just going to take off. So with that, uh, you know, he was the Intercontinental Champion. So they had to strip him the title, which is an interesting difference that, you know, because Jordan Devlin. Now, the thing with Jordan Devlin was he could. It wasn't that he didn't want to. It's that he couldn't because he was in Europe. So they couldn't travel the United States to defend the title. So that's why they're doing this interim uh, cruiserweight championship uh, thing on NXT, and then Pete Dunne, you know, obviously same sort of things. So then they did, they gave Matt Riddle just a new partner, and we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but with Sami Zayn, it was kind of well, what are we supposed to do? Just wait till he come back and do, you know, for what? So then they decided to do a tournament. Now I kicked off the tournament last Friday, and one of the interesting things was that AJ Styles part of the tournament. Which can, is going to lead to a bigger thing. So they've decided to do an in, uh, what is it, interpromotional invitational thingy, uh, sort of like the wild card rule, but there's like some sort of like caveat, like that you can only go to the other show four times a year or something like that, which is confusing. Now I get some degree why they're doing this, as opposed to last time where it was like I don't know, they just kind of like we don't know what we're doing and they trying to bring up people for NXT and then they didn't know what show to put them on and then kind of things spot broke down and then the basically the wild card rule turned into the brand split being over up until the Fox uh, you know Smackdown went over to Fox and they decided to do the brand split again for right now I kind of get why they would do this is given you know they're recording everything ahead of time so who's available to record on certain times uh, you know and certain guys aren't decided they don't want to perform for reasons, you know, Roman Reigns, uh, Sami Zayn, or guys are quarantined or st- out of, stuck out of the country, or whatever the case may be. Um, so I get sort of the reasoning for that. Also, ratings are plummeting just due to everything going on, and performing in front of, you know, nobody is kind of a bad look. And, you know, given, you know, ratings just in general are not good right now uh for you know anything outside of news it seems like so you know um 
you know, it makes sense to try to boost ratings a little bit by bringing on some of the stars from the other show. Uh, so AJ Styles obviously on to on to SmackDown. They've had Baron Corbin was on Raw. Charlotte has just basically been on all the shows because she's on Raw, but she's the NXT Women's Champion. But then she was on SmackDown, and she's gonna be on SmackDown again this week. So it's like basically just the Charlotte Flair shows, uh, pretty much the last couple weeks. Um, uh, but uh, yeah. So um, other things that happened. Uh, Austin Theory got tossed out of the Selena Vega group, but now seems to be joining the Seth Rollins group. As I said, Bobby Lashley is now in um, in um, with MVP and seemingly put um, uh, uh, Lana to the side. Oscar's the new women's champion. And seems like she's headed to a feud with Nia Jax after Nia Jax attacked Kyrie Zane after interrupting their celebration. Uh, what else is going on? I don't know. Uh, you know they got the backlash coming up. Oh, Edge and Chris, uh, Edge and Chris, Edge and Randy Orton came back to continue their feud, even though it seemed like it was over after WrestleMania. But now they're gonna have a regular match, regular wrestling match. Because yeah, sure. I don't know. Just seems kind of weird for me that they bring back Edge, you know, you know everything that happened with him. He's missed nine years. He comes back, and it's kind of like you can do fresh and new stuff with him, and he can fight all these guys that he's never fought before. And then, oh no, let's have him battle Randy Orton for six months. Just seems a little bit un. Seems weird to do that, but yeah, whatever. I mean, it should be okay. I mean, their match at WrestleMania was fine it wasn't great it was really long i think was part of the issue but uh, we'll see how they do in a regular wrestling match after smashing themselves smashing each other in the head with chairs last you know for two months before the wrestlemania match but whatever um what else is going on i don't know i mean that's sasha and Bailey are now feuding with Charlotte on SmackDown, which is kind of weird. Otis is the Money in the Bank winner. Uh, no signs of him cashing in yet. Obviously, Braun Strowman's a champ right now. Unsure of what's going on with Bray Wyatt going forward. Uh, I would assume his feud with Bray uh, with Braun Strowman isn't over because it was Bray Wyatt against Braun Strowman, not The Fiend. So I'd imagine The Fiend shows up to feud with Bray Wyatt, but maybe I mean, uh, Braun Strowman, maybe not right away. Maybe they'll take a break from that for a bit. I don't know. Um, what else is going on? Oh, they did have the IC. You know, like I said, the IC uh, title uh, tournament took took uh, started, and uh, Drew Gulak fought Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan won to move on to the next round. But then the next day, or maybe the, I forget, it was the next day or a couple days after. All of a sudden, it was reported that Drew, Drew Gulak was gone. And at first, they people thought he got released, but then it turned out his contract's just up. Um, so yeah, it's unclear whether you know. Uh, apparently, he just wanted too much money, and the WWE's kind of like, yeah, we're kind of scaling back a little bit right now. So uh, maybe we're not giving out the big contracts they were, you know, six months ago. Uh, whether that means he'll end up resigning or go somewhere else. I mean, maybe maybe they'll work out a new deal and re-sign um, for a different deal, or if he ends up going somewhere else, unclear at the moment. But um, 
yeah, so Drew Gulak seems to be on his way out. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, other guys on their way out are just not renewing their contracts. Uh, apparently Sting and Ric Flair's contracts are both both up with WWE, their Legends deals or whatever they had signed. Uh, I guess this first came to light when a Sting figure that was supposed to come out all of a sudden got pulled. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, yeah, he's not under contract anymore. And then right after that, Ric Flair, people realized his contract was apparently up. And he didn't resign. So, you know, there's rumors of them getting involved in something to do with AEW. Maybe even this weekend. We'll see. I don't know. Um, obviously, the Sting rumor was there for a bit. And then obviously now that the Ric Flair thing came to light, now the Ric Flair rumor's out there. Um, so it's unclear what's going on. Maybe they just are negotiating new deals with WWE or whatever. Um we haven't seen Sting. I think Sting was on the first SmackDown and the red carpet thing. And Ric Flair was on briefly during the Triple H uh, ceremony via Skype or whatever. Or FaceTime or whatever. I can't remember the last time Ric Flair was actually on the show though. I don't know. But anyways, uh, so apparently they're, they're both gone from WWE. Um, but that might just be temporary. Or it could lead to them going to AEW or something else. Who knows? Uh, unclear. Um, trying to think about. Oh, so as far as NXT goes, um, they're still continuing on the uh, cruiserweight tournament for the interim cruiserweight championship. Uh, El Hijo de Fantasma won the B bracket after defeating Akira Tozawa and winning the tiebreaker due to head-to-head. But on the A bracket, and probably the most, uh, after Drake Maverick lost to Jake Atlas in the first match, one of the most, probably the most obvious thing to happen was it ended up being a three-way tie between Jake Atlas, uh, Drake, uh, sorry, Drake McIntyre, Jake Atlas, wait, what, Drake Maverick, not Drake McIntyre, Drake Maverick, um, um, but speaking of Drew McIntyre, let me get to that in a second, because I forgot to mention well, let me just get to that now. Uh, Drew McIntyre is going to fight Bobby Lashley at uh, Backlash because Lashley kind of interfered in his recent match and with MVP on his side. Now he just keeps telling him he should get a title match. So Drew McIntyre is like, fine, let's fight after the Corbin match. Um, there you go. But Drake Maverick, Jake Atlas, and... Um, Kushida all ended up two and one in their side, so now they're gonna have a triple threat match. Whenever that will go on to face El Hijo de Fantasma, assumingly at Takeover in Your House. Yes, they announced that In Your House is back and NXT Takeover, which is actually a week no, two weeks from Saturday or two weeks from Sunday, June seventh. Um from the just performance center. A week before backlash, June eighth, June fourteenth at the performance center as well. Um, what else? Oh, so after Matt Riddle then picked Timothy Thatcher to be his tag partner to have the tag titles, um, Timothy Thatcher kind of turned on Matt Riddle and that led to them losing the tag titles to Imperium, um, Martel Bartel and Fabian Eichner. And what else is going on? So I guess they're going to have a match at In Your House. Look, looks like, uh, I think it's gonna and it's gonna it's gonna be Io Shirai 
um, Charlotte and Rhea Ripley in a probably triple threat match at In Your House. Seeming that's the way they seem to be going. I don't think they've announced anything specific. That seems to be where they're going to go for that. Uh, Ciampa versus Karrion Cross is signed up. Uh, I'm not quite sure who Adam Cole's going to fight. Seemingly his feud with Velveteen Dream is not done, but then they have Dexter Loomis involved there, so I'm not quite sure where they're going with that. Um, Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano seem to be on the on the, on the uh, track to fighting each other for the North American title, and then Finn Balor and Damian Priest are definitely going to be fighting each other at TakeOver. So, yeah. Could be cool. Um, there hasn't been a TakeOver since, uh, what was it? February in Portland. So, you know, it's been a few months. Obviously, the one before WrestleMania didn't end up happening. Uh, so, good to have the, another TakeOver for for NXT. Um, you know, obviously, they had some of the matches from Take, what it, which would have been TakeOver uh, on just NXT TV. But, um, yeah, good to see them actually doing a TakeOver proper, as it were. I mean, you know, as much as it can be in front of nobody. Now, it's unclear whether it's going to be live or, you know, some live, some taped like they've done with, um, you know, with the pay-per-views, you know, the last couple of pay-per-views anyways, or at least Money in the Bank. Um, but yeah, all right, so let's move on to AEW since we got a pay-per-view coming up this Saturday, Double or Nothing, even though it's the second Double or Nothing, so it should be quadruple or nothing. I don't know. Quadruple or still nothing? I don't know. But either way, um, they're still going kind of with the Vegas casino type theme, even though it's obviously not taking place in Vegas. It is taking place at Daly's Place, which is where they've been having their shows for the last uh, couple weeks anyways, after they did their tapings in Georgia that one time, and then they came back. And they were actually live this week. Uh, So I think they're going to be live. So they're live this week, and then they're going to do the pay-per-view live, and then I think they're going to be live next Wednesday, and then potentially tape a bunch of stuff uh still kind of unclear you know with uh you know kind of the rules and stuff changing on what's being opened and what's being allowed um they you know they might go more uh more weekly live um and wwe's kind of taped a bunch of stuff and then are gonna do live or well they didn't weren't really live though they kind of taped a bunch of stuff all kind of together so when raw raw was would have quote-unquote been live on that Monday after Money in the Bank, they weren't live, but they just recorded it a few hours earlier. But they were just kept recording stuff uh, throughout the night. Um, so, I don't know. But uh, eventually, I think they'll be live at some point. But that's next week, the week after. Or they're just going to tape more stuff. I don't know. It's kind of up in the air. But anyways, uh, with that said, uh, Double or Nothing will be live this Saturday. On regular pay-per-view, yep, they're on regular pay-per-view. This is also you can get it through Bleacher Report or whatever the Bleacher Report app or whatever that is. Um, you can get it through that, or you can get it on you know your proper you know pay-per-view outlets. Um, wonder how much it is. I'm not sure. Um, wait, what? There's a Drew Gulak pay-per-view. That's really quick. <laughs> Drew Gulak, the Legal Eagle, on pay-per-view. Weird, given that he just literally just, uh, um, huh. 
left WWE. Uh, yeah, Double or Nothing is 60 bucks. Get it on pay-per-view. Our Bleacher Report. Um, maybe the Fight app. I'm not sure. But whatever. Um, yes, it's so... There's a pre-show, which I'm guessing starts at 7? I'm not 100% sure. Um, damn it. Why does it always do that? Yeah, so I think the pre-show starts at 7, the pay-per-view itself starts at 8. Either way. But on the pre-show, the first match to kick off, um, and we'll kind of go through what's going on in AEW as we go through the matches, but uh, Private Party is taking on Best Friends in a number one contenders match. Now, Private Party actually hasn't been on uh, AEW in a really long time that I can think. Um, I think at least before they started doing the taped shows and whatever from from i can't i I honestly can't remember last time they were on a show so why they i why they get to have a number one contenders match i'm not 100 sure but sure why not Uh, against best friends chuck taylor and trent so with that said i'm gonna pick best friends (laughs) just out of the fact that the best friends have pretty much been there every week doing stuff whereas the private party not so much so i'm gonna give it to them um, next up, we so moving on to the actual pay-per-view, I'll start off with the, uh, let's see, uh, alright, an interesting one, Britt Baker taking on Chris Statlander, now, Britt Baker seemed to get injured um, Wednesday night, or last night, when, I'm recording this on Thursday, so Wednesday night, last night, on AEW Dynamite, uh, seemed kind of like a, kind of a botched spot, uh, Nyla Rose kind of landed on her leg and she seemed hurt, could just be part of the could have just been selling don't really know but it seemed kind of awkward the way it happened so unsure whether or not she was really hurt or if she was if she will be able to go or not uh so kind of up in the air on this one but if she is go is ready to go and it does happen i'm going to go with Britt baker over chris statlander uh next up we got the women's championship match it's uh nyla rose defending against hikaru shida I'm going to go, and it's no disqualification, no count-out. Uh, I'm going to go with Nyla Rose. I don't see her losing it um, this quickly. Um, next up, we got MJF with Wardlow taking on Jungle Boy. Kind of weird situation given that the last pay-per-view he beat Cody, and then now it's like he's fighting Jungle Boy. No offense to Jungle Boy, but it's just kind of like, we shouldn't be moving up the card. You know, I, I just, I, I kind of feel like I don't know why they're doing this. Um, but MJF, I feel like he's going to win that one. Um, he he was out with a hangnail for a bit, and then he had a, something else. That, I don't remember. Uh, obviously, he was quarantining or whatever, but, like, he was pretending like he was hurt with these weird um, fake, uh, fake injuries. But uh, whatever, he's back now. All right, next up, we got Dustin Rhodes taking on Sean Spears. Uh, Dustin Rhodes uh, kind of got beaten up pretty good by the Murder Hawk, Lance Archer, in the uh, the TNT Championship Tournament, which we'll talk about in a minute. But uh, then Sean Spears is basically saying, oh, yeah, he's retired. He's not going to fight again. And then it's like, no, he's fighting. So here we go. Sean Spears against Dustin Rhodes. Um, I'm going to go Dustin Rhodes. Just because, I don't know, why not? 
next up, we got the Casino Ladder Match for a future AEW World Championship match. Now, this, from what I understand, this ladder match is going to be more along the lines of a Royal Rumble, but it's a ladder match. So it's confusing because, like, if it's a ladder match, then whoever gets the ladder and climbs up and grabs, in this case, the giant uh, casino chip um, wins. So it's like, why would you want to wait to get to the ring? But then they're going to, I don't know. It's confusing. I don't know. We'll see how it ends up actually playing out. I mean, normally this would have been the casino battle royal, which is basically a Royal Rumble type of thing, but they did it. If I remember before, they did it where, like, groups of seven went or something, or groups of six, and then one person was last. So I don't know if that's the way they're going to do this, too, where it's going to be, like, three people start, then three new people, then three new people, because there's nine people in it, or how they're going to do it specifically. Um, But anyways, it's got Darby Allin, Colt Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Ray Phoenix, Scorpio Sky, Kip Sabian, Frankie Kazarian, Luchasaurus, and then a to-be-announced mystery guy who could be many people who knows uh which to makes it tough to predict uh ray phoenix is another guy that got banged up pretty bad at uh on um uh, on uh yeah uh, dynamite he went for like a a somersault plancha on a bunch of people in outside the ring and kind of didn't quite get to where all the people were and kind of landed right on his butt and looked like it really hurt and then the refs were kind of checking him out and I don't know what happened, but, uh, you know, I, we'll see what happens. He he might, if he was injured at, at all, he might be out of this, and they might replace him with somebody. But since they're already, already on top of that, have a mystery partner, this makes it tough to uh, predict. But given who's in the match, I'm going to go with Darby Allen. Uh, then next up, we got... The uh, tournament final for the inaugural AEW TNT Championship, which again, I argue, why the hell is this on pay-per-view if it's the TNT Championship? Why isn't it on TNT on Dynamite? But hey, it's a big match, so I guess why that's why it's on pay-per-view, but it's the TNT Championship. It should be defended, awarded on TNT. Uh, but anyways, it's Cody, who will be accompanied by Arn Anderson and I guess Brandy Rhodes, Taking on Lance Archer, who will be accompanied by Jake Roberts. Uh, and the winner will be presented with the title by Mike Tyson, of all people. So there were rumors going around that Sting was going to be the one to present the title. But then they announced out of nowhere Mike Tyson being the one to um, announce, uh, present the title. So interesting. Uh, Mike Tyson seemingly is in really, really good shape based off some... YouTube clips and stuff that he's been parading about saying he could probably fight if he wanted to, but I don't know if, I don't think he will, but he's just said he was in great shape and could fight if he would to. So I could imagine they're going to do some sort of angle here. Uh, so with that said, I do see Cody winning the title and probably Mike Tyson knocking out Jake Roberts or something. I don't know. I mean, it just, it seems kind of dumb given the whole thing with Cody saying he will never challenge again for the AEW championship. So let's just make this other championship that he'll probably win. So there it is. I don't know. But, you know, I could be completely wrong, but this just seems kind of weird that here is this new belt that 
He's obviously in, he's in the finals now. Now, if he comes out and says, I will never challenge for this belt if I lose again, well, that's a whole other thing. But so far, he hasn't said that. So I'm not going to add stipulations to the match or anything like that. All right, next up in a stadium stampede match, which um, I guess basically they're just going to put a ring in the middle of the stadium. So Daly's Place, if you're not familiar, is kind of a, it's a uh, amphitheater that's connected are right next door or whatever to the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars stadium, which I can't remember the name of the stadium itself, but it's where the Jaguars play. Obviously, you know, Tony Khan, the cons, Victor Khan, whatever, all the cons, Khan, um, killer Khan, all the cons own or whatever. <laughs> um, but, uh, they're going to put a, uh, uh, a, um, I guess a ring in the middle and then, I guess they're just, but they're going to fight wherever and falls kind of anywhere. And I don't know if it's elimination. It's the rules are a bit dicey. They haven't totally quite explained it exactly, but basically they're just going to fight in this football stadium, which leads me to believe this could be a cinematic type dealy. I mean, given that Matt Hardy's involved. So it's Matt Hardy with the elite, Adam page, Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, taking the inner circle, Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana and Ortiz. Now the, um, Jackson Brothers and Adam Page haven't been seen in a while. Um, you know, Matt Hardy was supposed to take Nick Jackson's spot in the Blood or Guts uh, cage match, which then ended up never happening. Uh, Cody was supposed to be involved in that too, but now he's another. He's in the title match there, so now Matt's falling in for him in this match, and they've had a bunch of brawls and over the last couple weeks or whatever, so now they're going to have the big blow-off match, so... We'll see what happens in this one. Um, I'm going to go with the inner circle just because of the whole Matt Hardy thing. He's technically not part of the elite, so I could see him turning on one of them. And then Adam Page is still not totally on the same page with the elite, so I could see him turning on them or, you know, something happening there. Um, But yeah, I'm going with the inner circle. And finally, in the main event of the evening, we have Brody Lee, who's the exalted one and the head of the Dark Order, which seemingly then Evil Uno and Dick Grayson. No, what's his name? <laughs> Not Dick Grayson. What the other guy? <laughs> Dick Grayson. Yeah, Robin from uh, Batman. Uh, no, uh, Stu Grayson. Is that it? I want to say that's it. Uh, have kind of just disappeared, which is weird. So now Exalted One's ahead, but he has all these other guys, minions or whatever they're called, uh, taking, you know, orders and whatever. So it's like, I don't know how that's going to pan out with the rest of the Dark Order, but okay. And he's taking on John Moxley for the AEW Championship, so it's just Dean Ambrose versus uh, Luke Harper, which I'm sure happened at some point in WWE, so cool. Um, yeah, um, bunch of WWE guys. Whatever, it's fine. I mean, I mean, they have to fight. I guess, I guess you know. I just remember like when they first started AW, and they were like, "Oh yeah, all these guys are you're gonna bring all these guys over from WWE?" And Cody, I think Cody or Jericho are like, "Nah, we don't, we don't want those guys." And then here we are, you know, a year later, and their main events a bunch of old WWE guys. Okay, and maybe more on the way because the. Um, Revival, or whatever they're going to be called. Maybe the Revolt, or FTR, or whatever they could easily debut in here. Maybe they get involved in the Stadium Stampede match and uh, take out the ja- uh, the Jacksons, the Young Bucks. Um, 
Or, uh, you know, what about uh, Drew Gulak? He's apparently free. What about Sting and Ric Flair? Those guys aren't... It's like, okay, okay, fine, whatever. But uh, in any event, I will stick with John Moxley to retain... Um, I've, I'm guessing the Dark Order is going to get involved somehow, but I feel like John Moxley will overcome and retain the, the AEW championship. So there we go. So Saturday night, uh, May, what is that, the 23rd? Uh, Morally weekend uh, on pay-per-view. And wherever else you can get it on, on uh, you know, the, the Bleacher Report or whatever. PR Live, I think it's called. PR Live, right? Or if maybe a fight app, I'm not sure. Um, but anyways, check it out wherever you can and it should be good. Uh, the pre-show starts at 7, I'm guessing that's on YouTube. On the YouTube channel, uh, AW YouTube page, or maybe Facebook or Twitter, I don't really know. But uh, check it all out, happening this Saturday. It's also Memorial Day weekend, so hopefully everyone's having fun doing whatever they can. It's not exactly the most ideal Memorial Day weekend, I'll be honest. Uh, so, uh, you know, you know, because I you can't have big barbecue, backyard barbecues and stuff like that, unfortunately. Just not quite in the books right now. Uh, so stay safe and uh, pass, practice the social distancing and all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, uh, hopefully by 4th July we can kind of get back to something a little bit more normal. Oh, there we go. Some news. Boxing to resume June 9th in Las Vegas. Okay, so there you go. So if boxing can be in Vegas on June 9th, um, I'm guessing UFC can be in Vegas. Well, no, that was supposed to be May 30th. Hmm, still questionable, but seemingly Vegas seems to be going in that direction. So, I don't know. I might be okay to go. I don't know. But anyways, uh, thank you everyone for listening. Again, check out the YouTube channel, One Man Renegade Podcast YouTube channel. Go check it out. Like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Check out the blog at razorvader.blogspot.com. If you, uh, depending on how you got to this uh, podcast, you can go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Nope, it's Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever else you can find it. Uh, Give a review, give five stars, all that fun stuff. Um, yeah, and uh, that's going to do it. And again, stay safe out there and have a great Memorial Day weekend and, and as much as you can enjoy it. Um, um, but uh, stay safe, first of all, and practice all the guidelines you're supposed to be practicing and do what you can to have a good time, but you know, be safe about it and be smart about it. So uh, thank you everyone for listening, and I'll talk to you next time. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, to coincide with me opening, still opening 1994 cards, I'm gonna have that 1994 movie podcast hopefully soon, coming soon. That's the plan. Hopefully next next week. I think I'm gonna do that. And if not, I'm, I apologize, but that's my plan. And then a couple weeks we'll talk about in your house, NXT Takeover in your house. NXT Takeover is taking over your house. Uh, crazy they bring back in your house, but whatever. It is what it is. And uh, yeah, we'll see whatever other shows I watch. Hopefully I'll play some Mario Brothers finally. And, uh, yeah, so thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life, and I had to start again. Just my children and my wife 
thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Cause the flag still stands for freedom, and they can't take that away. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me. And I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the Thank you.